a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to me, bogger, Hamish. Oh, hi. I'll, I'll get us in one <laughs> or out of one, depending on where, how you prefer your bogs. Ahoy to me, nipper, Jacko. R- rather be in a nip than a bog. <laughs> um, how can you be in a nip? You could be in a pinched. You know, you could be getting nipped by something like. Okay, you'd rather okay. be. You, Jack, you would rather be pinched than be stuck in a bog. I would rather be. Yeah, if we're talking. Like, are you talking about poo bog? <laughs> <laughs> I would, well, I highly doubt that whatever team we are, I'm the guy that shits on people. <laughs> I'd rather be pinched by a crab or something than being a pile of poo. Yeah, well, no, I don't think I that's what bogger means. No. Um, surely it means like a muddy bog. Um, well, any idea? What are you? Okay, pincher and bogger, pincher and bogger. I would assume I, you, when you say bogger, it makes it sound like the person that puts us in the bog, but maybe I'm the person that gets us out of the bog. You... Um, no, I don't have anything here for this one. We're in mining. The We're bogger, in mining. Underground mining. Where you are, the bogger is the underground loader near the Explosives. top, near the top of the hierarchy, Ham, and fairly Thank well you. paid. What's Ge- the pin? What's generally, the generally an overweight middle-aged bloke with a beard, and has been working in mining for seven years, uh, and, and they're tough as nails. So that's you. Well, Nip- hang on, what, is, what does a nipper do? <laughs> nipper entry level. Uh, hmm. Bottom of the hierarchy, uh, have to work very hard, a lot of manual tasks. So it's, it's basically, it's basically like so lifesavers. You're, you're in nippers, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you don't, you know, bugger all about anything. And people, who are you reading this? People, from? <laughs> people delight in bossing you. It doesn't around. sound like Wikipedia. This has been sent in by. <laughs> it Harry's, doesn't sound like the PHP manual. <laughs> it's uh, sent in by uh, Harry Simmons, who works okay. in under in mines. Mine. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Uh, and what what might what position might you? Have I in happen to be. The jumbo, <laughs> which is a jumbo. driller, a driller, yeah, right. top of the hierarchy. Uh, yeah. Normally very moody and uh, consider yourself a god, <laughs> according to Harry Simmons. Uh, but everyone sucks up to the jumbo because they know that uh, they're giving out all the tasks for the, t- <laughs> for the right. day. So I'd have to be very nice to you as a bogger mm. to get the jumbo to go. All right, mate, mm. go and bog over here. <laughs> Pretty With the much. soft rock. <laughs> Go and I'll let you play in the soft rock. Yeah. Jack, you've yeah. got the, all the all the tough you got the granite to muck around with. That's um, tough. Ahoy also to Jakeem Ham who uploaded his uh, message at hamishnady.com to tell us what he's been up to. How you going guys? Jakeem here. I've been thinking of this upset Andy for probably the past two years I've been in Australia. What I do is keep my keys on the loose in my pocket. <laughs> Who on earth has got time to be winding keys onto a key ring every six months or so when you get a new key, a new gate, door, whatever? Nah, I just chuck it in there with coins, gum wrappers, whatever. No time for key rings. Cheers. <laughs> I love, I love that he referred to it as on the loose, too. Like, they've escaped from key jail, which is what a key ring is. They're on the run. Um, that would upset me. I would, I would hate this jiggling keys. If you have one key for something, mm-hmm. right, let's say you go away yeah. and it's like a, you're staying at someone's house or whatever, mm. and you have no use for your car keys, you've got no use for your real-life keys, and you just have one key, mm. do you prefer that on a key ring or loose? I prefer that loose. If I'm wearing jeans that have a coin pocket, 
because that's a secure <laughs> I've spot. I've never to, used that pocket. That's a secure <laughs> place to put the key. I wouldn't like it loose in any pocket. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd prefer it to be key ringed, even though it's one key on a key ring. I think if it was, yes, if it was just, if I didn't have the coin pocket in the jeans, I'd prefer it on a key ring. So something a bit more so weight. So and also you just know it's there if you like checking your pocket. I'm always fascinated to learn the tricks <laughs> and habits of, of Ailey. Um, Haim, to kick off today, huge, well, exciting. Big day, Ando. Yep. Big day. We promise, we promise our listeners um, money can't buy experiences, and that is in a way what we deliver them. Mm. I mean, I guess money can buy this one, but not exactly as it stands. Mm. We both recently on the show became aware that we had surplus items mm. from a renovation. Household I, renovation items. A household renovation. I have an insincorator or a gurgler, depending on who you are and how you say it, which is a food waste disposal unit mounted under the sink. Mm. It was one of the only things I requested when we got our house renovated. Mm. It was shot down and kiboshed. Can I just say, I really appreciate the insincorator feedback we've been getting on the email. I have been forwarding it to my wife. Mm. She is not interested in the joke, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not she was the one that shut down the incinerator. Yeah. She doesn't see a need for it, and it was also going to take up some valuable under sink space. Mm. Space, I might add, that we never use. Yeah. Now that we've been in the house for some months, and a sink that is often absolutely one knuckle deep in leftover kids' food, mm. yogurt, pasta scraps, yeah. all sorts of food. And I'm the one that has to swoosh it all around and squash it manually down through the bottom of the sink. And boy, oh boy, I would love a, uh, I'd love a, a, a motorized unit that. Yeah. that could do it. We have the technology. We own the technology. <laughs> Why did we not install <laughs> the technology? technology. Anyway, yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. And so I've got a spare one. Yeah. And we decided that I would be doing that the same, around right at the same time the show, Ando, you revealed that you had a spare toilet. Yes, I'd offered it to Used Jack. in this case. Yeah. Used in this case. <laughs> yeah. It's your old toilet. Yes. And you'd offered it to Jack. Mm. Uh, for his country manner, and he turned his nose up at that. Yes, which is very disappointing. Yeah, and then when I saw you just recently bought a new house, Jack, mm. uh, you sent me the photos. It's a beautiful house, but I did Only see one the bathroom. I saw the toilet in there in that that's bathroom, it. and I was like, oh, gee, that that's older than the one I was offering, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have a, you, that is an interesting question. I mean, you've got the one central bathroom in the in the new house. Yeah, so the new house obviously needs a renovation, but I just think when we do the renovation, I would prefer to go to a new toilet mm -hmm. rather, and I know that must be nice, but rather than go to Andy's second-hander. <laughs> wow. Here's a man with two toilets in his life for free, Ando, yet he demands a freshie. Must be must very be nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so what happened was we thought we'd start a raffle, a, a yep. thousand entrants uh, capped. Uh, yep. HamishNanny.com, you could choose to either enter the raffle for the insincorator or mm -hmm. for the secondhand loo. Uh, Hamish and Jack would then be placed into that raffle as mm -hmm. one of the thousand. Yep. Um, as I mean, I, uh, people, I, I wanted to be in my raffle. Mm. <laughs> I should point that out. I wanted to be one of the thousand. Because your wife did agree to the terms that if you get picked out yep. of one in the thousand, the incinerator will be installed at right. your place. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack, you agreed that you would take the toilet and not be an ungrateful wretch. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't be ungrateful. I said I would install oh, it if yeah. I come out of the raffle, but yeah. I didn't say I would be grateful for it. Yeah, <laughs> That's true, Eddie. He did not promise gratitude. A begrudging winner. True. Through gritted teeth, he so, would take the toilet. Yes. Okay, so, Ando. Yeah. Now, in this surplus renovation raffle, we 
had a lot of entries, a lot of interest. Yeah, what was a couple of things I need to run past mm-hmm. you? So it's only been open for a little bit. Um, over 1,200 entries uh, for the Incinerator. Mm-hmm. They're a hot item. Mm-hmm. People want them. Mm-hmm. What I didn't anticipate, what we didn't anticipate as a team, and Jack and I had a little chat about this yesterday, was the fact that when we put the form up, mm. it was like pretty quick fire, name, phone number, yeah. et cetera. A lot of people registered me. So a lot of, there's, a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there yeah. that want me to win it back. Yes. I guess they, took, they were sympathized with the story and yeah. they've attempted to rig the raffle. <laughs> Of the 1,200, there was about 130 Hamish's in <laughs> That's good. So I've got a close to one in 10 shot now yep. um, as opposed to a one in 1,000. Mm-hmm. So it's really swung the odds in my favour. Yep. Um, I've decided to let it ride. Mm. Um, you Your know, I, I can show be. yeah, I can show Zoe the back end. Jez can absolutely test for it. This did not come from my IP. This was yep. concerned members of the public who just want to see an incinerator go to a man. Rightfully installed. That appreciates them. Mm. There were 227 toilet <laughs> entries. <laughs> now, there was some discussion with Radio Mike and stuff. Mike was helping us run the back end of this too. And, and he said, Look, do we keep, do we do another push? Do we just get out there? <laughs> no, and, no. And it's... I said, Mate, we're going we to be flogging this all year. <laughs> he goes, Haven't quite got to the thousand for the toilet. Do we just, can we get on social media and stuff? Well, let's, let's. Let's not. There's enough going on on social media. Yep. Let's not bombard people. <laughs> like, people want a secondhand toilet. They will have spoken up by now. I don't think we uh, juice the public to get another 800 mentions. I can't even argue with the form because you go there and on the drop down menu, what would I like to win? Andy's toilet's listed first. Like, it's not like, yep. like okay. I can't, it's not like you know Trump mm-hmm. going. Hang on, his name was higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I think everything was in my favour mm-hmm. to have uh, the correct amount of toilet entries, but uh, obviously not as sought after an item. That's fine. And I and I should say again, if you are hoping to win the incinerator and you're listening, I can absolutely say. I have never touched the item I will be giving away with my bare ass <laughs> and done a squeeze. Now, it, even though if I did, it would handle it perfectly. <laughs> it's got the technology. Google it right up. <laughs> oh, what a sicko. No, it doesn't, it doesn't get to choose. It yeah. just has to eat what it's given. <laughs> And that's the life of a robot, really. Thank God, thank God they don't make them with feelings or taste buds. <laughs> and uh, I do have to say too, before we get into it, of that 227 that asked for the toilet, you've got to assume, mm-hmm. I would say that's a genuine 200 in there that want, that mm. do have a use for the toilet because mm. it it's still got a lot of life left in it. Mm. Um, but then I think within there, Possibly about twenty-seven sickos who are hoping to find a pube. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I think that's a possibility, Jack. You would assume that's a possibility. Yeah, well, and use it for like a DNA cloning or something. Who knows what they're using it for? Okay. But they want. Well, hopefully, it doesn't they want a part of it. Andy. They want so, a part of Andy. Okay. They want a piece of Andy's history. So, and is it a clean? Have you cleaned the toilet? Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's, it's it's spotless, mate. And it's also wasn't that heavily used. It was at the beach house. <laughs> So, Still got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the porcelain was able to withstand that amount of yeah. um, load. Um, okay. Uh, hey, so how do you want to do the raffle? All right. So what we did off air, again, under the supervision of government authorities, we assigned all the entrants a number. Mm. On, you got the toilet side, you got the incinerator side. We assigned all the entrants a number, and Mike used a random number generator to fairly pick whatever that number was and then 
and then have a look at the corresponding name. Right. So before we get into it, we have sealed envelopes here. Mm-hmm. Let's, for a bit of drama, mm. um, really pump this up. Okay. This is it. One very lucky person is about to grind away their food waste. And one moderately lucky person, depending on how you look at it, will flush away their food waste after it's been softened up by the mighty human gastrointestinal system. The people have spoken. They desperately want that incinerator. And to a much lesser extent, Andy's pre-love toilet. Who will win these items? It's Hamish and Andy's surplus Renault raffle. (laughs) Permits pending. Wow. What do you want to start with? The incinerator or the toilet? Let's start with the toilet. Okay. Let's start with the toilet. Mm-hmm. Very high chance of winning this if you ended one in two hundred and twenty-seven. And yeah, or well, one in nine chance of being a sicko. <laughs> to you think about. So the odds are with you. Whoever gets this is almost certainly not a sicko. <laughs> um, Mike has put the uh, the envelopes here. I'm opening it now. Here we go. Are we going to get them up on the phone? Okay. I think so. Yeah. The winner of the pre love blue is. Isabel Plurite. <laughs> well done, Izzy. Congratulations. <laughs> we should get him up, yeah, should we? I think so. Can we get Isabel up, please? Interested to see whether she needs it or she's a sicko. We'll be able to tell pretty, we'll be able to tell pretty quickly, I reckon. Mm. Have we got her, Jack? We got Isabel. Isabel. Hi. Isabel. Isabel, it's Hamish and Andy here, and guess what we just did? I am not sure. What have you just done? We drew out one very lucky person's name to win Andy's old toilet, and guess who that person is, Isabel? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> that Isabel. So, hang on, that's a very unusual response <laughs> you for a victory. You don't hear that on radio stations, do you? <laughs> yeah. You've won tickets to Oh, oh no. no. Um, uh, Isabel, <laughs> why did you enter if you didn't really want it? Um, my fiancé submitted it because he wanted, like, he wants it. Right. Right. Does, does he need a toilet or is he, and I don't mean any offence well, here, that's what a I sicko? Said to him, you don't need a toilet. Where are you going to put it? Well, you, you'd replace your current one. What's your, what's your current one like? Has it got a plas- is it a plastic seat or is it a porcelain? Oh, it is, it is a pretty hideous one, actually. There you okay. go. Okay. Do you, you think, do you think that's what your fiancé was doing here, Isabel, or did he just want a piece of Andy Lee memorabilia? I think the latter. <laughs> oh, he's a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> well, is we it, knew it was a risk. It's bell, gone to a sicko. Will you? Will you? You'll accept it, though, won't you? Yes, I'm sure he will gladly. Accept where, whereabouts it. do you live? In Albany, in WA. Gee, that's a big shipping cost. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of coast to coast. Huge shipping cost. Um, Isabel, well, well done and congratulations. And would you mind just for the um, just for the promo, like obviously when we want to put this on an ad, you know, through in the, throughout the workday, can you just give us a better response? Like, yeah, that's all I've wanted or something like that. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it's so hard to 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 give it genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why can't we? 
why can't we enter for Hamish's one? <laughs> no, I need the toilet. So right now, yeah, you could be sitting in a brand new incinerator, but that is the game. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you played the played the odds, and <laughs> your um your fiance and he's he's got his wish yep. and he's got the toilet. So congratulations to you guys. Thank you so much. He's going to be a happy man. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Isabel. Wish we could uh, be there to break it to appreciate him. Appreciate that, but we've got to move on to another raffle. Um, okay, uh, here we go, Endo. Who would have thought? That Isabel would have been as ungrateful as Jack. <laughs> no one Literally would have been that. Couldn't have been a better snapshot. As suspected, a sicko did enter. Wasn't Isabel, uh, but she knows the sicko. Um, doesn't want it, wishes she had the incinerator. But, Ando, let us find out who has won the incinerator. Has it been me with my genuine entry, which we thought would be one of a thousand, or some of the other few hundred that have entered on my behalf? I'm opening the envelope now. Is it coming home, baby? The winner is Sharma Heineke. <laughs> Sharma Heineke, I think, actually. Damn um, it. Sorry, Ham. It is How not. How did that happen? Yeah. It's like when we tried to ring the bull, big, rig, yeah. rig the bull yep. raffle. That's right. Mm. But we had almost every entry. We had about eight in ten on that raffle until yeah. someone else won it. One that's on the won the bull. But uh, I think we're calling her right now. Oh. Uh, we'll get, we'll get uh, Sharma. Hello, this is Sharma speaking. Sharma, Hamish and Andy here. Oh my gosh! Hello. <laughs> hey Sharma, I've got one word for you, and it's actually a noise. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's your new incinerator, mate. You won it. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> That's more like it. Yes. 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 Shama, you got the incinerator. Yay! Go me. <laughs> now, where do you think you'll put it? Um. Well, I was going to gift it to somebody for Christmas. Oh, oh it's a wonderful gift. Okay. Yeah, very nice. Um, you don't have a use for it. Do you have one at your house already installed? Um, I don't have it installed, but I don't think our kitchen's big enough for one. Okay, well, you really just need a sink and some space under the sink. I could try it first. If it doesn't fit, we can still gift it on. That's true. And if, if you're... <laughs> we'll set up another raffle. <laughs> I was going to say, for you if, you're looking, if you're looking for someone who would want one, I, oh. I know just the boy. What, um, I could, yes. Yes. What state do you live in? Um, I live in Queensland. Okay. Only one state away. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shama, well, I'm basically next door. Um, <laughs> Just out of interest, yes. Shama, what drew you didn't want it? What drew you to trying to win the incinerator over the loo? Um, I didn't think anybody would want that, to be honest. <laughs> 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 our data, our data backs that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, tougher one to re-gift, I suppose. And so, Shama, you still you had no need for the incinerator, but you were you were excited to win it for someone in your life. Absolutely, I'll, it's for the um, the in-laws. They have everything that I can think of except for that. Oh, absolute game changer! But again, can't stress enough: if they do not want it, yes. um, or you find yourself going, actually, we've found them. Um, you know, motion sensor porch lights or some other great gift. Mm. Really putting my hand up here for you to gift it to me. Well, you email me. I will definitely gift it on if you need. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder how I can play this with my wife. Uh, yep. you we'll, it. we'll come back yeah. to you on that one. Uh, Charlotte, thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for the call, guys. No worries. How do I do this, Ando? How do I do this? Guys, I know this was a sore spot for a few of us last time, but there's more news that have come to hand on a, on a certain, certain topic. 
mm. that I think it's fair to bring up with the group. Um, Toblerone. No, Russell Howcroft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the presenter on the breakfast show uh, in Melbourne. Um, yes. He did put his hand up to, which I assumed he was putting his hand up because he sent me just a, a, um, a video of him playing drums. He has since written back and said, I hear my drumming was considered robotic. So he's obviously listened. He's heard Hamish's slight on his drumming. I just think any drummers that are obsessed with counting, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, it can, be, can, it can run the risk of sounding a little robotic because I don't do the numbers. I feel it out. Um, incidentally, he did drop the drum kit back off to my parents that I lent him. And stayed and had a cup of coffee with them, which is That's not, really nice. <laughs> nice well, I mean, no, everyone knows that, uh, that that particular Russ is the least shunny of any Russ. Yes. He does the opposite of shun. He, he welcomes, he embraces. Yep. So he then writes, I hear my drumming was considered robotic. This is a recent performance, a bit more of a flamboyant performance. Daughter Claudia is the front woman. I'm wondering if Hamish's stick skills transfer the timbale so he's he's sent me a video of him playing timbale is that a type of bongo yeah kind of like a it's like kind of a snare drum without the snare attached and um you you when you hear the sound you'll know what what, what it is okay okay so he again you can only assume he's still vying for the position in the band now whether well, i mean how is this big how did we start like russell howcroft's debut on this show was shunned by russ <laughs> um a beloved segment where he investigated whether or not he had shunned me yeah. he had not i had accidentally blocked his number <laughs> we don't we don't know how but it meant he was unable to reply to my messages how has that turned into outdrummed by a russ because <laughs> our positions in the band aren't up for audition no I know. I don't know how we're falling into this. Um, <laughs> I anyway. feel like I can see someone <laughs> fanning the flames a little bit. Uh, here, here is Russell <laughs> yeah, on the timbale. And thank you for your interest, <laughs> but we are not auditioning. Let's, let's have a listen. <laughs> What are your thoughts? I mean, you're well, the one trying to get him to be the drummer no, in the band. No, no, I, I just, I suppose what I'm, what he's wanting, he's not in the band. Let's, let's make that Is clear. there room for a drummer and a timbale player? Nah. No. no. Look, here's my thoughts. Here's <laughs> my, my thoughts. But my Please, point. enjoy drums. You obviously like drumming. Enjoy them. Um, nice to hear from you. Yeah. We're not auditioning for you, drummer. <laughs> Go about your business. Please enjoy your drumming. Um, I also enjoy drumming. I am in the band. Uh, you are not in the band. And we are not auditioning for a new drummer. And keep it up. Uh, you can only, you know, practice makes perfect. Well, I think what he's hoping for is not to be in the band, but he would prefer, he, uh, is he robotic? After the after you had a go at him last time, and I suppose what he's asking for is right. Didn't didn't mean to specifically have a go at him. I guess I was just trying to. I was backed into a corner, and I was I was lashing out to defend my spot in the band. I actually felt I did feel a lot of heart and soul in that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you didn't, Jack. You didn't feel like he played with heart and soul. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was no different to last week. Still robotic. Mm. No, I thought it was no, still... no, just like. It is what it is. It's like it's not going to wow little... us into any point of going like, oh my god, we got to get him in. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's actually like I mean, it's akin uh, to watching someone's home video where just you just mm, sort of shrug. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I, I have to say, Jack. I mean, all power to him. I don't think Russ is wanting this played on air. <laughs> well, you I think, mean, why Andy would he is said, the one. Why Andy would he send is it the to one if he because he's because he's saying to you as a friend, mm. here's what I'm up to. We don't have to air everything our friends send us on the podcast. <laughs> but he, I'm I'm wondering, Jack. I mean, mm. name another band where one of the bandmates <laughs> continuously <laughs> goes to the band. Hey, I've got a yeah. friend that plays an instrument that we have in the band. Let's have another yeah. listen to it. I mean, what other reason could there be? Yeah. It's the ultimate case of white anting. Like, and Andy, Andy, I feel like Andy throws in just enough like, oh, he's not in the band, he's not in the band, but oh, have a closer listen. What do you <laughs> and think? And why are we all sitting around as a band <laughs> listening to it? <him? laughs> yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, I don't think... It's, it's Chris Martin is going, hey, have a listen to Dave Grohl drum guys yeah. and looking well, across we, the... We have a drummer. Yeah, but not like this. I mean, yeah, of course, we have you. Sure, you're on the, you know, you've been on the previous CDs and no one can take that away. I'm just... Anyway, interesting. Have a listen to this Dave guy. <laughs> Hey, how many shelves or drawers do you have in your bathroom, do you think? Uh, between Zoe and I? Yes. No, just like total total shelf space. I was going to say, because that's a much different number. That's right. Um, I, we have a mirror. I have, like we have a mirror with the thing behind it. Yep. Um, like with the shelves behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's one each. Well, she has two. I have one. Mm-hmm. There are four drawers. I have one. She has three. <laughs> then there are shelves. Don't even think about going near the shelves. No. That's all Zoe. Yep. But I'm I'm I actually have whittled down my regime, mm. the things I need, to basically two compartments. One in the cupboard, I have a lot of stuff that I think I need but never touch, such as <laughs> such as betadine, an old fungal cream, yes, a yes. nose trimmers I can't figure out how to make go again, but I could one day find out how to make them go again. So there's the there's the relics. Mm. Then I basically have my toiletries bag that I travel with that I've stopped unpacking. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> so I just, zip open I just dig bag. around in there. Yeah. And then when it's time to leave, because I pride myself on a 10-minute pack for any holiday, <laughs> it's just simply <laughs> it's just simply zip and go. I and like plus it. I have two or three spare toiletries bags mm. of which I'll never use. They're not my favourites and I'll never pick them. <laughs> but I feel, I feel compelled to keep them <laughs> yes. as backups. Yeah, I think you and I are running a similar regime. Jack, are you similar? How many shelves do you reckon you might have in your bathroom? Same thing. We've got three mirrors. I've got one of them, and then I've got one drawer of six. <laughs> okay. I did a shelf yeah. count at my house. 20, 20 individual shelf spaces behind cupboard doors and also uh, in a little additional thing bought. Yep. I'm allocated one from, yeah. from 20, which I think which doesn't bother me at all. Well, the great thing about Zoe, the great thing about Zoe's stuff, and maybe it's probably the same with Beck and, and Bianca, is like I've actually over the years like receded to basically be, I'm almost like a visiting janitor in the bathroom. <laughs> like, like yeah. I just use all her stuff. I'm basically like a like the people like you know you hear about like people that go into people's houses and just like you know spray on their perfume, mm. try, try on their stuff, and then like get away. I just use all of Zoe's stuff, and I'm. Very fine with it, Mike. You know. I, I have six things. Yep. Shave cream. You you beard boys wouldn't need that. Shave cream, razor, deodorant, hair stuff, mm-hmm. cologne, Andy by Hamish if preferred, mm-hmm. and nail clippers. Yep. Nail clippers are a disputed possession at the moment, but I still tell Beck to please put them on my one shelf because I know right. exactly where they are. I get I get a lot of, but you've got your own, and I go, I think that must be downstairs, but I don't know where mine are, so I use hers all the time. <laughs> yes. 
the one thing that is constantly missing, have a guess, out of those things that Beck grabs? The shaver. The razor. Yeah, always the razor. I've got a can of shaving cream in my side, the relics, because I thought there's a type of Nivea that looks a lot like deodorant. <laughs> and I bought it I bought it once accidentally and it felt weird to throw a full can of shaving cream out. So yes. I keep it on the shelf in case I would ever need shaving cream, which I don't. Mm-hmm. And every day it tricks me into thinking I've got more deodorant than I have. Like I open I open the cupboard. No, no, I think I've got deodorant. I'm like, no, that's the shaving cream. But I refuse to throw it out. So this is where it brings me to a suggestion. I want us to all brainstorm. They say they bring out men's and women's razors, and of course a lot of them are unisex. I would like some suggested designs for Gillette or Chic. I don't mind, first to market, which makes it difficult, if not impossible, for Beck to use the razor or want to use oh, the razor. Like a fingerprint system that locks the blades. That would be great. That would be great. I've <laughs> Let's add that to Gillette. His and his only razors. <laughs> yes, that's what I want. Twelve hundred dollars, <laughs> which is some, which is slightly more cheaper than some of the blades that you can buy. So if you ever look, I've just sent you guys an email of some designs I've had made up. Okay, great. Here we go. Let me open this. First one, a massive handle. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that's like, like, <laughs> ridiculous. So it's as big as a hammer, but it'd be difficult for Beck with dainty hands to be able to hold. Oh, too, I, you think too big for her, too big for her to hold and heavy. <laughs> think, so you're hoping it's so big that her fingers can't wrap around it. Well, just difficult, it. like you know, like it's this, the end of a baseball bat or something. Kind of. Would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, I thought it was more just like so you could easily identify it, but you want it to be inconvenient for her to I use. I want it so she can't use it. <laughs> Tough for the designers, isn't well, it, Jack? Because as a product designer, your job is to make the user experience wonderful mm. and efficient. They're stuck really here between a rock and a hard place to go. How do we make it in? How do we make it barely tolerable <laughs> for one user and therefore intolerable <laughs> for another another user? And That's you're complaining I, about all your shelf space that you don't have. Where are you going to put the baseball yeah, bat well, with you the razor? Give it, 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 keep it in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe then. A, what about a pressure system? Like it, it wobbles around the head unless you really right. clinch really it. Really playing on the angle here that you're a lot stronger than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really. Okay, another idea. What about what about where that's inverted? Because Zoe's got a pretty good grip strength. If you head down your list, you'll see a bike lock yeah, system where I could lock shavers on a lock, but so, you can unhook that lock. Yeah, you, you, in that be, picture, you could. Ta- so you're shaving with the bike lock dangling off your face. Yes. <laughs> So again, <laughs> dangerous, yeah. Mm. If she's because I assume Beck's shaving her legs with the razor. Yes. So if you if that bike lock is dangling, or it's one of those kryptonite bike locks. Yep. If it's dangling, hit your ankles. They weigh a few kilos. Yeah, hitting yeah. your ankles. Yeah. But also just jag, like you know, huge risk of shaving cuts because the momentum of the lock would drag it across the skin. I think I've got a good idea. Then if she's shaving her legs with it and you're shaving your face, mm. tether it to, yeah, the roof. to the roof. Yes. Roof tether. <laughs> That's exactly that's what I was thinking, Jack. Yeah, roof tether. She'll have to go and get a stepladder and 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 get up to the roof to do her legs. I think you've solved it. Perfect. I think a roof tether. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. of course, Pleasure Fest is coming up towards the end of the year, yes. where we will have. As many as 10, it looks like. No <laughs> Really? Yeah, or possibly 11 pleasurers yeah. uh, <laughs> all all manning their own store like a science fair yeah. um, to pleasure you. Uh, the opposite of what we're about to do. Yeah. Uh, I thought just before we, we 
coax you into a state of maximum pleasure (laughs) (laughs) um, by showing you things that are excellent examples of neatness, practicality, efficiency, good ways of doing things. Uh, Before we get you into that heady state, almost a trance-like state, we should um, grind you down and uh, (laughs) displeasure you or upset you first. (laughs) Everything is neat and practical. Cause that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. Safe to say, Ando, that the, the, we get a flood of upset Andys. More so, it was quite tough to squeeze pleasure Andys out of the, um, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fruit tree of the listeners. People but certainly to upset me. Yep. Yeah, it's like the upset. The upset Andy tree is like one of those. You know, some like my grandma had a lemon tree. You just could not stop growing lemons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every time you were there, it was just a carpet of like rotting lemons around the bottom, hitting you on the. You hit the cricket ball into the tree. A hundred lemons would fall, <laughs> and that's really what upset Andy is. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of things out there that could potentially upset you. Could just rock the um, the efficiencies with which you like yes. to run the world, mm-hmm. Bruce. To kick things off, ahoy, Bruce. What upsets Andy? Ahoy, boys. Uh, Interesting one for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So I swung past my parents' place the other day. It's inner suburbs Adelaide. Houses are typically close. Uh, Mum is home, makes me some lunch, happy days. Um, Doorbell rings and she doesn't budge. I ask her if she's going to answer it. She says, no, it's Nova's doorbell. I'm thinking it was loud enough. Front door was closed and there was no way it was another house. I said, what do you mean? It was your chimer. She said, no, nah, it chimes, but it's a neighbour's house. I said, and the doorbell rings again, and this time I've gone, no way, there's definitely someone at the front door. So I opened the front door, and sure enough, no one there. I've gone back to mum for an explanation, and she explains that the neighbour's doorbell is on the same frequency but plays a different chime on her system. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how she knows it's the neighbour's door. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's so, a different noise, no, no need to change it. That that's is right. Absolutely, so, I would yeah. be infuriated by that. So I've got Why no idea. I've got, I've, I've got no idea if, it's, if it's an expensive system or a cheap knockoff, but yeah. it's got to be a quick fix, like a Phillips head screwdriver at most. Oh, so I asked mum how long it's been up. doing that for. Mm-hmm. Ask her how long it's been going on for. She says. Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I think about all the times you would have had to waste getting the Phillips and you said you think it's a Phillips head, so it could have been the other time. <laughs> Bruce, yeah. So then you're gonna get the screwdrivers out, you're matching the screwdrivers. Oh man, no one's Perry, Perry, Perry hot, that one for me. That would be so annoying. <laughs> thank you yeah. so much, Bruce. Elise, Elise, uh thank you, Bruce. Elise, can you upset Andy for us? Hi, boys. I'm really sorry in advance for this, Andy, but I think I'm about to upset you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm outing my husband. I really need you to back me up here. I'll set the scene. I'm in the car with him, and he decided to have some chewing gum, and he got it out of the container, which, you know, must be pretty nice, not having a packet. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot of so, pellets in the container. <laughs> Gee, upwards of 50. Wow. <laughs> a lot of pellets. And so when he was finished, he did not dispose of his gum like a normal person. Instead, he picked up the very same container that he got the gum from and he spat it back in the same container with mm. all the fresh ones. It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, that's just not an upset, Andy. I don't think anyone mm. wants that tough happening. To, tough to find the positives to that. <laughs> um, that, is, that is piggery. <laughs> uh, it, 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 gets, it gets worse, though. It can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> So he sent me a picture of one this week. It was a picture of the container with a, like the bottom of the container of the outside 
with some chewing gum stuck to it. It didn't even make it back in the container. That's just, I'm traumatised. So he's just left it on the side. Yeah. It Look, if he had a separate, con- like once he finishes one pellet one and had a separate one, I'd actually really like that. So the, in mm. essence, it's, it's an You can't ex- fix him though, Anna. You don't, don't try. This is not what he's doing. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you, you'd, you'd appreciate him to have a spittoon or something. And, and, <laughs> yes. and, he's, and he's got I'll a, take a any brother. suggestion. Yeah. Mm, he's used a Phillips brother P-touch to label it, you know, ex, you know used gum yeah, or, like that, yeah. um, you know, gum container or mm. something that you'd really like that. Yeah. But no, he's just mixing it all in together. That's I mean, so... he's getting a second use out of it. You would assume eventually. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Elise, um, disgusting. Certainly a peri peri hot again on the yeah. on the upset, Andy. Thanks very much. Um, all right, Mike. Um, can you upset Andy um, not just by listing something that's feral? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Mike. I think I can. Okay, Mike. So I've bought a filing cabinet secondhand off marketplace. Okay, great. And I, I put it in my business. And I need to organise everything. The lady who sold it to me said, "You can keep." all of the folders that are already inside the drawer. So, and they're all labelled. That's handy. It is very handy. Um, but what I did when it came to filing time, I didn't have time. So the labels that she has in there, for example, Westpac, um, she's got an address there that's her previous home, obviously. Her name was Tracy, so she's got one labelled Tracy. I just put my files corresponding to the same category <laughs> into those same folders and didn't change the label. Yeah, it's yeah, like your own little code. That's that. good. That's very clever. So what have you got my, under Tracy? Yeah, what's under Tracy and Westpac? <laughs> Anything to do with my wife, whose name is Kate, goes under Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Westpac, I'm, I'm with Combank, so that same. all goes in there. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like learning another language, you know, you can, you can just, you realise you can actually just slide out the piece of paper and turn oh, it, oh, turn it, must it, be turn nice it around. All the time in the well, no, these are actually out. stickers. She's, she stickers. was so organised, she's put That's stickers, hard. printed little label stickers, mm. which means I'd have to go and peel them off and then go and buy the inserts and print them myself. Oh, my so God. I kept no. it relevant. Yeah. Absolutely. you got a business run. You don't have time I for hate, that. I hate <laughs> it, Mike. You've <laughs> <good, Mike>. <laughs> Thank you so much. Lana, ahoy, Lana. you got something to upset Andy? Yeah, so I use my notes up a lot, but I don't create a new note for each new topic. I'll just add to an existing one that I've already got going. Oh, is this on Apple? Is this on your iPhone? Yeah. I've I've got a mate that does this. Andy, John does this. He he doesn't have the notes app. He has the note app. (laughs) It's literally one note and he scrolls to the end. Is this what you have to do, Lonnie? You have to scroll to the end or then scroll back into it to be like, yeah, I think I've got the flight number. And you have to scroll (laughs) back like... Two we pages. just so it feels right. Lana, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, hang up on her, Jack. Uh, Mate, you should see John's. It is like eight years worth of note. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's like secure information, addresses. No. Just random thoughts. No. It's quite the document. Yeah, no. And when I explained it to him that you could have different different sections, he, yeah, he just wasn't. Because you can lock, you can lock segments as well. You can have different notes that you like. He's not doing. He's not doing it for any other reason than just he's got to have it and he's he's sticking with it. Uh, Dean, here we go. We're talking about Dean. Have you got something to upset Andy? Yeah. Ho- hoi boys. How are you? Ahoy, mate. Very good, mate. Um, so a mate of mine decided he wanted to put dimmable lights in his living room. Yep. And the electrician specifically told him, make sure you get the globes that are compatible with dimming. Yep. I'm familiar right. with this. <laughs> he didn't take that advice. Saved a few dollars and just got ordinary globes. Mm. And now whenever you turn the light on, the bulbs just dim and brighten constantly on their own. Yeah, but they're just doing their own thing. They're just doing their own thing. Yep. But instead of just changing the globes, he reckons they're all right and he's waiting until they blow. 
and it's been over a year now. <laughs> he's been, he's they, in a game of they, chicken with his light globes. So they flicker, wouldn't they? I, I've had this before. They flicker and they also dim, like this, oh. this erratic with their on and off. Yeah, he doesn't really have any settings. If you put it up high, it goes from high to medium, maybe mm. sometimes low. Um, yep. Get us over for a games night and it was shocking. Your eyes just couldn't like adjust. <laughs> yeah. the how's, the, how's the dramatic effect though for the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dean, I hate it. I'd be changing it over because I've happened to me. I'd be changing it immediately, but thank you. Uh, clean, Solid round. Clean sweep of upset. <laughs> yeah, an absolute, an absolute scorcher through there. Hey, and we do have another podcast called The Remembering Project where we look back at all the shows we've done and try to remember what the hell was going on back in the day. Holy, as it turns out. But often it was, it's great fun to find out what was going on. Yes. Now, remembering's poor. The thing we remember is a lot of fun. Yeah, you can, you can clarify that. <laughs> check it out uh, wherever you get your podcast. But a segment, an old segment uh, resurfaced during one of our Remembering Projects and, we, and people, it sparked people to hit hamishnelly.com with yeah. new remarkable feats they've seen when in, in the food space. Now, I can't, I don't want to make this me remembering the remembering project where we remember <laughs> the stuff, but it was Ripley's Eat It or Not. That's right. Is that where we, it was packets of food and stuff that had strangeness in it? Yes, like something someone we, opened up barbecue shapes and there was no seasoning. Yeah, Beck and Ghost I had shapes. one just the other day. Beck got a slab of dash water, right, um, which is just like carbonated, very, very slightly flavoured water. I don't know why she got it, but... Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're but, not reading from the bottle here. <laughs> very, very, very slightly flavoured um, water. You are. She took one can out, completely empty, but, empty was, can. but oh. was sealed. So, and then when ghost, she... Ghost can. When she ghost cracked can. it, some gas came out. Right, so it wasn't punctured. So it wasn't punctured. Um, but just Who's not, sealing an empty can. Exactly. That would be a, a Ripley's eat it or not situation where yeah. essentially these uh, magnificent and crazy things the freaks that, of nature. that happen in the food space <laughs> and then it cause you to ponder should you eat it or not? Let's jump back into it. Ripley's eat it or not. First one came in from Andrew Murray. Ahoy to you, Andrew. He goes, I've got a Ripley's eat it or not. Wow. Wow. He said, found a chunk of seasoning the size of a chip in a packet of grain waves. That's really interesting. And he sent a photo of it, and uh, I'll just show you first, Jacko. But look at that. Oh, yeah, it's size of a chip, maybe a two-thirds of a chip. Two-thirds <laughs> <laughs> of a chip. Show oh, Andrew, yeah, look well. at that. <laughs> Lo and behold, that is big. That's a lot of seasoning. Now, what has happened there? You can only assume <laughs> that at the grain waves factory, they have a, a big... Um, tube mm. of the liquid grain before it gets <laughs> squirted into the ripple effect. Mm. And then they also have a big canister of seasoning. Seasoning. Somehow, and it would go like this, squirt onto the ripple, squirt, mm. stamp, bake, season. Yes. Like, you know, so you squirt the paste on, you stamp it into the ripple. Yep, then you and bake. Into the pieces, then you bake it, then you put the seasoning on. Somehow, mm. they've accidentally, like a giant chunk has landed on the, on the, on the stamping machine yep. and they've stamped it into a into a seasoning chip that bakes the seasoning <laughs> yeah. as well and it's ended up all in the same bag. It looks like just a straight stock of cube, a cube stock, you know, mm, like... Freak a, accident. A, yeah. So, but, um, Do you reckon it, someone's tripped as they're going past on the, <laughs> with a tray of seasoning on the way to the other part of the factory and with, it's landed on the machine? Or the bottom of the box, there was 
a bit of dew or a bit of, of, mm. of water that has meant that it's solidified into a chunk and enough just to hold it all together, yeah. um, not dissolve it. Um, Hame, another one came in. Well, I believe it, but I'm blown away. This is from James, probably my favorite. Got a Ripley's Eat It or Not for you. I think it's the greatest possible experience a person can have. I was, exp- I was purchasing a small treat for myself at a Hawaiian Walmart. Ooh. I purchased a chunky Kit Kat chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Not my preferred. Um, it's they're too chunky. You're not your preferred, are yeah, they? I've no, seen you eat chunkies. Not, Maybe you're feeling not adventurous. No, not, I, it would have been the regular one is, is a lot better. You prefer four fingers, don't yep. you? Yep. And look, there is a reason why evolutionarily speaking, we developed four fingers and a thumb mm. rather than one giant <laughs> thick <laughs> finger. You can get more done with four fingers. Mm. Yeah. And I think Kit Kat knows that. Mm. <laughs> and I think that's why they initiated the first first four-finger model yeah. and they came to Chunky later. Funny you should thumb. say that, though, Andy, because I think one of the problems people have with their big Kit Kat Chunky is sharp edges. <laughs> like the Toblerone, <laughs> to it honest, can cut the roof of your mouth. I, I have experienced that with the Chunky. <laughs> have you? It's, it's, I think it's more I'm not trying to brag here, but I've eaten both and I handled it fine. Jack... I had a question. I know we're not here to talk about Toblerone, but you opened that triangular box of worms, so here we are. Jack, mm. when you eat a Toblerone, yeah. you, we've, have we discussed, where you, are you just biting into the... You're just biting into the roll of triangles. Well, now I would separate and try and eat it flat in the mouth because yep. I know I've had problems in the past. And have you tried it since we've talked about it on the podcast? Yes, I have. How'd you go? I... Actually succeeded, but it was a small. It was a small what? Toblerone, and you're yeah. shitting yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't go the big. I was. It was in the car park of emergency. Just, 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 just so I could sprint, in, sprint inside if something happened. <laughs> wore protective goggles. Anyway, well, well uh, I purchased a chunky Kit Kat chocolate bar. This is back to James's story, and to my surprise, I took my first bite. There was no wafer. At all inside the bar. <laughs> the kit without the cat, so, <laughs> so to speak. So um, he a can complete tip, log of chocolate. A complete log of chocolate. Mm. They'd forgotten to put the wafer in. So, now in the wafer, because you don't it, you don't just get wafer and chocolate. Mm. There's also the sort of a slight cream filling between the wafers, yes. isn't there? I would Mine. imagine they would make them first, and then yep, they would as be a ins- separate biscuit. It, yeah, and then they'd be inserted. The chocolate would squirt around it. They obviously ran out of wafers. Yep. As no, no. Going. Or, or don't you don't you reckon this situation just stinks of a of the phrase, "Hey Mick, watch this," <laughs> in the factory. Yeah. Just yeah. a quick one, just like, "Hey Mick, watch this." Yeah. I'm not putting the biscuit in, and then like, yeah, do another one. No, no, no. Seriously, we should get back to it. <laughs> Just one will do, one will do, one will do. And then it's ended up in James's hands. Uh, finally, from Sam Becker, Ripley's Eat It or Not. Uh, we've all seen two bananas, Siamese bananas, Siamese yes, twins. Yes, the lolly, lolly bananas? No, no, this is a real banana. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Siamese banana. In the same banana. peel? In the same peel? No. I haven't seen a Siamese They are a thing, a double. Mm. Yeah, a double mm. is a thing, but it's oh. not, a, not, a, not, a, not a massively common thing. Triplets. Siamese triplets in a banana. One skin, three tubes of banana. Wow. Yep, that's an eat it or not. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember, sometimes that would happen with the segment. You've got nothing but a wow. 
Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.